three. I'm Justin. I'm Josh. I'm Austin. And we've got a special guest! Woo! A challenger has appeared in the ring. <laughs> it's my cousin Corey. Hi guys, I'm cousin Corey. And I like <laughs> movies. Oh, you are in the right place then. Alright. <laughs> you Have probably you... are the person who ignited my love for weird movies. Oh, that's good. Because you oh, showed so me some weird ones. You showed me a bunch of weird movies when I was little. Yeah, I remember me and my friend showing you It, like the old uh, made-for-TV It, mm -hmm. when you were like seven, eight. Oh, yeah. It yeah. scared the and pants we lived off on, you. And we lived on the... Was that... We were probably at the farm, too, right? Yeah, that was at yeah, VJ's farm. It's a good place to get scared. Nowhere to run to from killer clowns. I love it. <laughs> That's one we still need to watch on the podcast. And yeah. I... Yeah, looking forward to that. The TV it. Um, yeah. So have you brought something to the table for us to watch tonight? Yes. So, fellas, have you seen Six String Samurai? No. I have not. Can't say that I have. Well, Ooh. then I think you might be in for a treat. All the way around the board, nobody's seen it. But you, this is a special occasion on Have You Seen... So, all right. What we do here is the people who haven't seen the movie, they're going to give a brief description of what they think it's about, just based solely on the title, Six String Samurai. Uh, Josh, I feel like out of all of us, if none of us have seen a movie, you're the most likely to have seen it. So why don't you go first? <laughs> well, I, ha I haven't seen this, but I'll, I'll get a go. And you know, the time. Well, as usual, well, isn't too much to work. With, except there might be some sort of musical thing going on here. Um, I'm going to guess it's like, you know, one of these stock martial arts films. It's martial arts, by the way. Um, and uh, Oh, yeah. But it's a musical. Tell the people, we're in a tournament of films. We have a guest competitor. We have a surprise, we have a surprise last-minute combatant. Fighting oh. against the champion of Crouching Tiger and Dragon. <laughs> uh, <laughs> gonna be tough. There are different categories. This might be the funniest one we've seen, or the weirdest, sure. or who knows, the scariest. Who knows? Uh. All right, continue, Josh. Sorry. Oh, that was it. It's oh. gonna, it's gonna be a st it's gonna be Crouching Tiger, Hidden Dragon, but but worse and a musical. <laughs> That's all right. Not that being a musical would make it objectively worse. It will just be bad and also musical as two separate statements. Mm. What's the mm. last bad musical you've seen? Did you watch Cats? Uh, no, I heard about that before. <laughs> I saw that, thankfully. I think anybody's watched that. I what was the last musical it. we've seen on the podcast? Because that would be the last bad musical I've seen. Honestly, I don't... What was the last musical no, we watched on the podcast? Mary was it the Frank Sinatra movie? I think it was Mary Poppins. Mary Poppins. Yeah, it might have been Mary yeah, Poppins. That's a good one. Yeah, that, was, that was fine, yeah. yeah. You watch yeah. it. <laughs> Justin, what do you think this movie is going to be about? I think this is going to be like some kind of class, like some kind of like, you know, classic martial arts movie that I haven't seen or heard of because there's so many of them. Um, maybe like, you ever see everybody here? Probably. I know Josh has seen it. Everybody sees better because he keeps telling me he has. Uh, 
Kung Fu Hustle. <laughs> and there's like, yes, and there's those, uh, there's the assassins that play the guitar and like shoot out the magical knives or whatever with sound sidestep by the way i also have a movie that i'm like josh you better not be fucking lying about seeing that because it would be a good one (laughs) which which one uh i have a couple throughout the years die hard you claim to have seen i have i have seen die hard i know i know for a fact he's seen the die hard and ghostbusters because i lent those to you on dvd way back in the day and they sat on your bookshelf and you're like yeah i totally watched them i i have seen ghostbusters Yes. <laughs> Unfortunately, because I really want to watch that for the podcast, but maybe we'll get a guest or something. We'll find a guest maybe. who hasn't seen we'll it. We'll find someone. Corey, have you seen Ghostbusters? <laughs> Ghostbusters. It rings a bell. It's a ragtag it's group of scientists. <laughs> oh, yeah. 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 I think I've seen that one. Okay. Just checking. Yeah. <laughs> Justin, what do you think the plot's going to be in this classic uh, martial arts movie that you've never seen? Oh, it's it's like someone who fights with an instrument. Nice. Ooh. Um, probably some like classic uh, political intrigue of them being involved with some kind of like corrupt city official. Oh, kind of um, like a, like a Footloose kind of plot. Like you. Can't there's gonna be. Oh, well, I mean, like the thousands of kung fu movie plots is what I mean. <laughs> <laughs> It's going to be like one of those. <laughs> Someone gets their ass handed to him, goes off and finds like a master guitarist. And a yeah, player. he's going to find a master. He's going to, fu- you know. Okay. Or it's about a master who finds a student that's worth training. One of the two. All right. All right. Mm-hmm. Uh, right away when I heard Six String Samurai, I thought of the Robert Rodriguez films, El Mariachi, Desperado, Once Upon a Time in Mexico. Where you have yeah, Antonio yeah. Banderas and his band, who are also hired killers, assassins, with hearts of gold, of course. And they have like the spoilers, Josh. Maybe plug your ears and go la 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 for a second. <laughs> but they have weaponized musical instruments. Right. So, but it, it has samurai in the name, so that ha- gives me kind of a lone wolf and cub impression of it, maybe. Like, a lot of samurai films aren't too full of action. They're more full of, like, intrigue and despair, and they were all melancholic. Uh, Mm -hmm. What year is this from? Uh, 1997, I want to say. Well, that blows my guess out of the water. I was was fishing for a black and white one. (laughs) Still be black and white, it'd just be an artistic choice. Okay, Josh would think he hates it, but then he loves it because it's black and white. Yeah. Uh-huh. 1998, so... sorry. Oh, close How dare that. you? <laughs> bringing false information on our podcast? I know, I'm the worst. We're going to find out if you're the worst after we watch Six String Samurai from 1998 here on Have You Seen. Oh, boy. Fellow desperados of Fallout New Vegas. Yeah. 
This isn't <laughs> Fallout New Vegas you kind of like sure. Oh, they made Fallout New oh, Vegas sure. based on this movie. Yeah. <laughs> this is yeah, very much I could this could be a side quest Fallout New Vegas. Yeah, be be the six string samurai for this little town and defeat Caesar's army or whatever the fuck it that was <laughs> in that one. Hundred <laughs> percent. Oof, we are off to a bang. This movie opens with an atomic bomb explosion. Mm-hmm. Not something that's you all... see often in a martial yeah, arts yeah. film. Yeah, no. And then a title card that's like World War Three ended. <laughs> okay, I have things to say about this title card. <laughs> this. That is one hell of a crawl. I have so this crawl that comes up. I I read it out loud, and Josh, would you read this crawl for us? I mean, I don't have it up in front of me, but we'll keep talking it, until you get it up, if that's okay. <laughs> I I would have to do a bit to get it up okay. in a short time. I can summarize it. Yeah, I go on YouTube. It's on it YouTube. It basically. Oh, that's right. It um. Go for it. We'll wait. Russia we'll... wins World <laughs> Three by dropping the bomb, and now uh, everywhere in the U.S. besides Vegas is controlled by Russians. And also, guess is Elvis music person has died, and anyone willing to go, I guess, can take up the throne because Vegas needs a new king. I remember the last line. There we go. That is a post-apocalyptic search for a new king, because huh? Russia nuked us in the fifties. Yeah, that it sucks when that happens. <laughs> a very boy and his dog kind of I story. Think maybe we just put it off for a couple of decades, but ah. I was reading this out loud, and Cat peeked her head around the corner while making dinner, and it was just like, "Excuse me, what? What did you just read out loud?" <laughs> <laughs> Um, the music is by the Red Elvises. Yes. And I have good news for you. If you enjoyed the music in this movie, they are currently touring. Oh, nice. Awesome. For the next few years, they have tour dates set up. And they do play that big red Russian bass that they're playing when they when they show up in this movie. Are they the ones with the nice shoes? Yes, they are. Figured. Yeah. They better have nice shoes. Oh, I bet they do. They... I bet they do. Everybody in this movie is covered in dust, by the way. No, yeah. The it's layers a, it, and layers. It's a dirty, dirty movie. It's like Tank Girl, how dirty this movie is. Yeah, yeah. It's like Tremors. It, feels, it feels like they filmed it right after a dust storm. And during, in some parts. <laughs> yeah. Of course, we have, like, mutant... Neanderthal people chasing a lady and a kid. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Why are there cavemen? Uh, you gotta is join that a gang. That's, that's a is big that, thing. Is in that this from world. the nuke? You have to join a gang, yeah. Justin. And this gang is a ca- gang of Neanderthals. Yes. Maybe. Yeah, this is 40 <laughs> years after the nukes. So maybe those are feral kids who grew up. I don't know. Yeah, I maybe. think they're wildlings. They're Wild. just okay. people okay. that don't live in Vegas. They ha- Or have some sort of rockabilly influence on them. Uh, everything has a rockabilly influence on them. Everything does, but they're more Mad Max. And I think the lady and the kid are part of this tribe because later on the kid has car knowledge. He's like a little Mad Max. Uh, yeah, I, I think that they were... Uh, 
Mm-hmm. I got that idea too, that he was like, I don't know, they're cannibals, right? So it was probably just like, oh, we gotta eat someone. It's you. So, uh, uh, spoiler alert, everyone in this movie is cannibals. <laughs> <laughs> oh, deleted scene where they're just at a deli and there's like arms hanging in the background. <laughs> Josh, what did you think of this? And I know we've got into it a little bit, but give us a rundown of what's going on. Like, after that that title card happens, nonsense for 90 minutes. Yeah, I mean, the movie follows, uh, you know, the the nerdiest, whitest guy, you know, me from I knew it. 14, I knew it. 14, you know, kind of got... I, Did you catch um, his name, Josh? His name is Buddy. It's Buddy okay. Holly. Thing, okay. Apparently. Oh, thank God. Okay. <laughs> we were debating on whether you knew who Buddy Holly was. Oh, I didn't. I checked the wiki. Like, if they said his full his Buddy Holly, I'd be like, oh, like the musician. They only said his first name. The okay. Okay. Um, but yeah, you know, it follows his uh, uh, journey from the cornfield to Vegas uh, <laughs> by little little orphan boy lost vegas by the way really annoying oh screamy tom i call him yeah like <laughs> i i wish they had stuck to the bit that he couldn't talk because I once did now too. he could talk i, I was got so mad infuriated same <laughs> like i would be okay if he just couldn't talk just scream a lot i would get used to it but no i you, you know um, what they killed one kid in this movie they could go for two. <laughs> and that kid could only say, Tag, you're it! Oh, uh, oh okay. <laughs> I didn't hate seeing that kid died, if I'm being perfectly honest. You what? I didn't hate seeing that kid get it. I, it took me by honest. surprise, for sure. Yeah, yeah. I was like, oh, they're going there. They don't show him any blood when he's cutting down people, but this kid gets an arrow in the back? Actually, that didn't kill him, but... Spoiler. Um, excuse we spoiler. me. We've all watched the movie. Excuse Maybe. me, Justin. That That's killed him. Yeah. We'll get oh, to it, it. How about we'll, we'll get, get to it? Yeah. Okay. Not okay. no spoilers, but we'll get to it. Uh, was this shot on a flip phone? <laughs> no. <laughs> this is they didn't a, exist yet. This. this is a student movie uh, by Lance Mungia. Okay. Or Mungia. Uh, yeah, he went on after this to direct 2005's uh, The Crow Wicked Prayer. Oh, good and, for him. Uh, not much else. <laughs> wow. Uh, it, it's shot kind of like that new Zack Snyder Army of the Dead movie where everything feels super up in your face and claustrophobic. Hmm. I don't know if it's the editing or what it was shot on. There was one scene where he's getting the crap kicked out of him. And I was like, wow, that looks well shot. And it mm. caught me off guard. But for a while, I thought it was a bad transfer. But I looked around online. I found some other ones. The one on YouTube is legit. That's that's how yeah, it is. Yeah, that's the one I watched. Yep. Yeah, it's straight from the, I guess, the, the production company. Yeah, it's free uh, out there for yeah. anybody who wants to watch it. Also, it kind of takes, it took me by surprise the first time that opening sequence is in this weird sort of stretched aspect ratio. Mm-hmm. And uh, apparently they did that on purpose as an homage to like old kung fu movies that would 
uh, often uh, have that in their transfer to VHS. Oh, okay. So it's something that showed up unintentionally that then they were like uh, mimicking for style's sake. Yeah, that's, uh, I that's why I read it. That. Yeah. It was lost on me. <laughs> <laughs> so he, he rescues a kid whose Mad Max mother dies. And the kid, well, he doesn't rescue him. The kid follows him, let's be honest. The kid follows mm-hmm. him giving the same 80-yard ah, scream 37 times or so in this movie. Yeah. Now you guys know where it's like get my job. Oh. Uh, <laughs> You do work with kids, and I bet they, they scream. They do. Um, a lot. There's a I lot of times where rather... kids decide to just scream rather than talk. You know it what? happens quite often. That's a real kid screaming. That's not an ADR of a kid screaming. Oh, it was ADR'd. This entire but... movie was ADR'd. <laughs> it was a real kid screaming, but it was ADR'd. Yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah, yeah. They show up at a little... Uh, side of the road bar i guess you'd call it and he gets this really chipped glass full of whiskey and this is where the red elvises are playing live in the movie um yeah they have this weird meeting where i like this it's kind of comical they meet over the camera and they're talking about when they should kill him get Wait, until he gets drunk. yeah yeah the bowling baddies show up mm-hmm those are my best bowlers. <laughs> <laughs> they were actually called the Pin Pals. Uh, were they also a ska band? Wait, I no, hope this wasn't so. Ska. I um, hope they were a ska band, though. That would be. That's fun. my only critique of this movie. Is I wish that everybody, everybody, if they're gonna do this. Every fight, someone needed to be playing a musical instrument. Yeah. That would be fun. They saved it for the to end. To make them a ska band. Yeah, if you're going to dress like bowling. Fight with bowling pins and trumpets. You see these, uh, they fought with like flails too, that were the bowling balls. Mm-hmm. That's scary. Mm-hmm. <laughs> he does the trinity kick here from The Matrix. Spoil- Josh, cover your ears again. <laughs> Kicks him right over Spoilers. his shoulder. <laughs> yeah. Oh, wow. So... There's that kid in town. He's the you're it kid because all he yells is like tag you're it, and he's like beating a sheet with a big old saber. I don't know why that was his job for the day. His mom sent him outside, mm-hmm. keep him busy. Take this sword and take this is sheet. Is this the same town where it had a guy going like new arrival, new arrival, or is that a different town? I believe that's our second town. Okay. Yeah. Because this movie it starts off like a samurai movie. We get a fight in the grass, and we wander to small towns, and then it quickly takes a turn into like dark fantasy Lord of the Rings uh, legend kind of stuff going on. Mm-hmm. This kid's still yeah. following him. Oh, go ahead. No, I just yeah. <laughs> and uh, the wraiths from Lord of the Rings, the Nazgul, show up. <laughs> And they have voices where they're trying to sound like an alien from a 1950s show. Yeah. They kill the It's Uruk Death kid. himself. Yeah. Death And himself. his metal horsemen. His death Death is a, de- is a metal band. In a metal band. That's kind of cool. Yeah. It might be their time. I'm just saying. <laughs> they find a car. The kid knows how to drive. 
and hot wired. It looks like he's got blocks on his feet. At this point, he he's still bring not those block block block. He also steals a beer. He did steal a beer. Is chugging that beer as he goes. Drinking okay, and again. underage underage drinking and driving. Where out. did he get those blocks? Did he tie? Like... I'm pretty sure blocks are easy to find in dystopia. Okay. Like beer yeah. would be they harder seemed to find. Pretty, they seemed pretty like a, like it was a device put together for him. But well, he knows was... his way Maybe those are his blocks. Maybe he had them with him. He's a car kid. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, those are his car blocks. What were they called in Thunder Road? Oh, the uh, the the, the witness the... me kids sprayed their mouth with chrome. Oh. What, what's that? War, War boys. boys. Yeah. War boys. Yeah. Thanks, Cat. And they they were in search of gasoline. Yeah, this was just a little war boy in training. If he had taken out like chrome spray at one point and just blasted <laughs> his mouth and got high as shit, I, yeah. I don't know. <laughs> I would have been like, oh my god, this movie's this movie's He's strapped a level. to the strapped to the hood of the car <laughs> doing that. Ah! You're my blood bank, samurai six string samurai. <laughs> <laughs> You've seen that, right, Josh? Which movie? Uh, Mad Max. Yes, Fury Road. Yeah. Fury Road, yeah, the newer one. Yeah. They recently auctioned off all the cars in movie. Ooh, did you buy about one? About a year ago. Oh. No. <laughs> that would be pretty oh, fun if Josh bought one. Like, knowing that he doesn't drive. Yeah. I think <laughs> if, I, if I got a, a Mad Max <laughs> car, I would drive. <laughs> That's the car you pick to drive. You get a Mad Max car. And... We're, we're in like the perfect area for it, right? We yeah. are. We definitely are. <laughs> you could get that truck made out of amps and just have yourself strapped on the front of it, get someone else to drive you. Yeah. <laughs> Learn how to play the guitar and be the guy who yeah. plays guitar on. on... There you go. Yeah, does it come with the flamethrowing guitar? <laughs> That's a good question. I do not remember. You have to supply your own butane or whatever it's powered by. Yeah. <laughs> um, they get they get in a little tussle with these war boys as they're driving away in the stolen car, and the war boys use a catapult to launch bouncy balls that are also candy at them. It's like jawbreakers, right? Yeah, they're they're jawbreakers. Why? Yeah. Or no gumballs? Gumballs. Gumballs. Oh, because they're chewing them. Yeah. <laughs> I know, buddy. I know. I know. Buddy's a badass, but even he's not gonna take like a what a big honking <laughs> jawbreaker and just <laughs> bite into it. I am still wondering why they threw gumballs at him as weapons. Like, is there an abundance of candy in this world? Why are you wondering about anything in this world? why the cavemen chasing them in a big junk truck. With the world's slowest chase scene. Yeah. Whenever they both got into the cars and were driving after each other, they were driving like 15 miles an hour. It knows oh, yeah. as fast as these cars could go. Ah. <laughs> uh. When they get away from them and find the cannibal family, I was like, or the cannibal mm-hmm. family, I, this this movie's going places. That family that is that family is in New Vegas, right? I think like, there's like five of those families in New Vegas. <laughs> <laughs> They're like, yeah, we'll take your kid, and they offer him candy too. Everybody's got an abundance of candy in this world. That's it. Because guess what survives a nuclear explosion? Gumballs and cockroaches. And and 
uh, rockabilly. Well, all right. <laughs> Didn't they have a bunch of candy in Fallout games, but they're like drugs also? Maybe. Like, there was also really play that, like, that much. Most of the food, yeah, half the food was like sugar bomb pops and stuff. You're right. Yeah. Yeah. Or like Blinkies. TV dinners. Yeah. So yeah, it's all it's all Americana processed food. Uh, at this point, I had to ask myself: Is this based on a book? Uh, I don't think so. Or a comic series? There is a comic book of this. this That's what I would have thought. There's one, like, but it Did wasn't based on it. Yeah. It was made after. Yeah. Of course. Uh, okay. Well, yeah, because you said this was a student film, so I guess yeah. not that student films can't be based on books, but it'd have to be a cheap IP. I would like to read the comic after this. Um, the the cannibal family lives in a field of windmills, and all of a sudden, windmill people come who are spacemen. <laughs> yeah, I don't know what the hell windmill people are, but... I, I don't uh... know what's up with their problem. And yeah. this this is a hardcore world, because Six String Samurai comes back, he hears the kids screaming, he sees the people driving away, and he just starts cutting up astronauts. He's not like, he who goes, are you? <laughs> he goes, yeah, and he goes back to save the kid, but does he, is he really going to pretend like he didn't know they weren't going to eat him? He had to have known. They, did you hear the yeah. way they, that was some of the best acting in the movie, I thought. The dad <laughs> Whenever he was angrily like, saying goodbye, goodbye! <laughs> I loved it. These deranged cannibals with their prion diseases. Oh, absolutely loved it. <laughs> the dad's looking uh, a little blue from too much colloidal silver. Yeah. I heard it keeps the radiation away. <laughs> uh, they... You ever had one of the pink gumballs? I think that's what he asked. <laughs> oh, that's why they're all looking so terrible, is they are sustained on candy. Yeah. And the minor yeah. amounts of vitamin C that it contains. Yeah, that's why everyone everyone in this movie wants to eat this kid, by the way. And that's why. <laughs> they're, they're living off gumballs and candy. I'd eat a kid after a while, too. Come on. Hey, there's one out there laying in the street that got hit by an arrow. That's fair game, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> he just shouts obnoxiously at people. <laughs> is death to the spinach monster, or is that something else? That's something else entirely. That's, That's just a story he made up. up. You want to talk about that scene, Justin? His death mentioned the spinach monster too. Oh shit! I didn't catch but, that. Yeah, and then there's a scene. The spinach monster kind of gets the kid and takes him down, but that's later. Yeah. This is a very magical world. Um, they <laughs> find a motorcycle. After killing all the astronauts. Mm-hmm. And the kid, you know, he takes a motorcycle nap. Good on him. That's not the easiest thing in the world to do. After fixing and getting the motorcycle running, this kid, uh, a handy kid. Indeed. Well, I'd hire this kid. Oh, yeah. His obnoxious screams so wane once he starts talking. Sure. Yeah. Uh, they get into a motorcycle accident that is pretty gnarly looking. Neither of them are wearing helmets. And yeah. he checks on his guitar first to see if it's okay before the kid. Yeah. That was pretty The fun. kid's just bawling. Oh, my I, God. There's this is another in the movie than just a kid crying for minutes on end. This is another scene that I very much related to because of my <laughs> job where he's, like, pretending to hurt himself to make the kid laugh. Ah, instead, of, instead of crying. 
<laughs> That's why you always have those bruises all over you. Uh-huh. <laughs> Again, Jeffrey Falcon showing off his really good kind of stunt skills. And, yeah. And... Oh, yeah. He's better than I am. All I pretend to fall on banana pills all the time and I get bruised. Yeah. He did all the stunts in this without any wire work. No, yeah. Like, all done by him. Really, really good. I gotta hand it to him. He does definitely, Josh, look like every basic white guy who does karate and works at, yeah. like, the <laughs> bank. Um, but I mean, that's what made it for me. A really dusty <laughs> bank. A really dusty bank. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I wrote down in my notes at this point, oh, yay, now the kid has two sounds. <laughs> the screaming and the crying. <laughs> uh, there's a scene in this. He's trying to walk. He's trying to walk the bike across a stony ass field. Did you see this? Yeah. Mm -hmm. That's worse yes. than getting in a hundred of those little motorcycle crashes. That looks like hell. We watched yeah, the movie. He pushes the rest away. The bike never runs again. I don't think. Why push it? He motorcycles it are heavy. From yeah, they miles are. through that craggy field. Ah no. He traded it. I think but, he's like he gets yeah, to that second. That's town. true. He he wanted to have something to trade, I guess. And he he's like, hey, how are you with kids? And there's uh, this little tough dude, and he's like, oh, I'm terrible with him. And he's like, good, he's your responsibility now. And throws the bike down. I think it's payment for taking care of the kid. Yeah. Yeah. And did you catch earlier in the movie when you're like the radio playing and you have the DJ announcer? Yeah, throughout uh, the yeah. movie. Very yeah, warriors. There was an ad he mm -hmm. sort of uh, read for uh, little come down to little man's warehouse where we got all sorts of things and majiggers and uh, toilet water and everything else you need. Oh, so and he was, was really the toilet warehouse. water. They mentioned Yeah. That. <laughs> oh, yeah, you're right though, Austin. This this uh this Kind of like narrator being a, a radio show host talking about what's going on is definitely Warriors-esque. And not mm -hmm. to mention Fallout again. That's totally yeah. a yeah. thing, and uh, especially Fallout 3. I think it was bigger. Fallout New Vegas had the radio. Yeah. By the way, Josh, have you seen The Warriors? Because that's a good no, one. No, I have not. Ooh, we have to put that on our list of movies Josh needs to see. Yeah, that's a must-see. It has a little bit too many F-bombs, but... You know. Yeah. Well, I haven't seen it in forever. I don't know how many times they say fuck. Not that kind of F-bomb. <laughs> oh, the bad one. Mm -hmm. uh, they they get to this second town, and he once again goes straight to the bar for a drink. And we have two uh, women of the night, uh, sex workers, mm -hmm. who approach him. One smiles from a distance, very, very alluring. And one comes up two. with two pom-poms and throws them on the <laughs> ground and says, fuck me. <laughs> oh, by sticking her gum into his glass. And I then, love how disgusted oh the bartender was in the back. He's just like, oh my god. <laughs> I wear glasses. If someone, I don't care how hot you are. If someone <laughs> sticks gum on my glasses like that, that is gonna just irritate the shit out of me and you're gonna get your gum all like gritty yeah. everything so dusty in this world <laughs> oh dirty old bartender who's wiping down a uh, the one glass that he can pass around with a dirty rag is like ugh, that's disgusting and you know they told the prop master a chipped glass and it, it this is a shattered yeah. glass <laughs> yeah they all they're all shattered yeah. glasses they're basically being served in 
Yeah, he's broken bottles. Like, yeah, he keeps insisting he pours more whiskey into the glass until it's like overflowing. And it's like, it won't fit more. It's broken. It's falling out. You could just get one shot, then another shot. We're we're just waiting. Drink this one first. (laughs) And why does no one have a freaking functional drinking vessel in this world? It's pretty easy to make cups. It's pretty cups are pretty basic, I think. But you know, everybody's too distracted learning how to play the guitar. I mean, it's kind of tradition. It's kind of a cultural thing. It's and tradition, how to use you know, because you know, John Busack shows up here, little John Cusack lookalike, and challenges him <laughs> to a fight. In a nine ring broadsword, did you see that? Yep. Going yeah. back to last week's movie, Crouching Tiger. Um, <laughs> outside, he doesn't know this. We're getting like cut back and forth outside the city to inside, and like Rob Zombie and his Nazgoons have showed up. And Slash, top, actually, Top Hat. Yeah, I, I wrote down Evil Buckethead. Also, <laughs> that works. And the kid is trying to go inside to warn him, but he sneezes the whole way. It's and I'm night like, who say me? <laughs> Are sneezes going to really be a major plot point in this movie? Um, we cut back, and he's in a room with the woman, the cheerleader. She she won his attention with those pom-poms thrown on the ground mm-hmm. and the the gum trick. And yeah, she's, he's she really there. reeled him in. He's he laying was, there uh... like a fucking corpse. And she's unbuttoning <laughs> this his is shirt. The most... This is the most unenthusiastic fuck I've ever seen. Ever, because she's unbuttoning his shirt and kissing his weird, pale, hairy nipples, and he's just bored. He's dead. He's just just laying there dead. He's just a dead dead man. The color's drained out of him. (laughs) And he hears the kid sneezing or yelling, doing his classic yell downstairs and leaves, and she's like, no, I was about to have boring, boring sex. (laughs) (laughs) I was going to lay there for <laughs> minutes. <laughs> you know I'm the next Elvis. <laughs> See Elvis fight. But Elvis is dead. I know. But, you know, so that's real sad. But I wish we would have had, like, a zombie and Elvis in this movie. That would have been pretty Elvis, cool. Yeah. Uh, yeah, so this... Um, Young what weapon would Elvis kid. have used in this movie? Nunchucks. Yeah. I think he, he, there's a couple of videos of him doing or, nunchucks you can find online. Big old Quandow. <laughs> a golden toilet on a chain. He's a Dark Souls boss. <laughs> no, he's sitting on the golden toilet. That's how you the cut scene, but then he <laughs> gets off it and you see he's chained to it for all eternity and he's like whipping it around and smashing the ground with it. It's his range Kills attack. poison damage. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> oh, y'all should make the prequel. Elvis's Rise to Power. <laughs> <laughs> oh, we do have the technology, I'll say that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, He wants to fight him, this younger Rockabilly inspiring king and buddy pulls his sword out and does the classic move where he slaps him a couple of times on either side of his face with it while it was still sheathed and just embarrasses him in front of all these ladies and they like move away as he comes to sit down uh also talk shit about his guitar which is this little like electric 
ukulele or mandolin thing, which is like, that's not, get a real guitar. Yeah. But I gotta say, that's a rad little instrument, and I kind of I know, to... I don't like the gatekeeping there, buddy. Especially Seriously. in the apocalypse, you have a working yeah. guitar that, you yeah. know, to get to this point is run maybe by magic sci-fi, because these are amped somehow, these yeah. guitars. Yeah, I don't see any battery shops or. Well, he says early in the movie that he has uh, rock and roll magic. That's true, yeah. He threatens to summon the spinach monster with it. He does snap <laughs> his fingers a lot, mysteriously. He does snap these are, his you fingers know what? a lot. These are bards. This is a world where bards exist. These are... What are they? Uh, blade... Or... Uh, yeah, blades. College of Blades bards, yeah. Of swords, I think. Oh, nice. yeah. It's a royal place. <laughs> yes, in our upcoming game, Land of Enchantment. So uh, we're about halfway through the movie as they get out of this town, and we find out the kid. He's got a real dreamlike quality to oh it. Oh my god, it's it only really hard minutes, to. It's but... kind of hard to follow at points, yeah. just because it was like very loose with what was happening. Yeah. It, it would kind of just yeah, accept from it and one, go with what, one yeah. set piece or scene to another. Yeah, never relents either. You are, you are just bombarded mm. with um, the Red Elvis's music, which oh, sometimes yeah. fits the scene really well and sometimes <laughs> doesn't. Yeah, <laughs> good band. But it's, yeah, they're uh, like I said, they're still touring. They're a Russian American band that covers every fucking genre you can imagine including like russian folk music do they do they do elvis they do rockabilly ska reggae blues like if you look up their catalog it's quite impressive nice most of the stuff they do is very stylized like in this movie i'm not mm -hmm. sure they were playing characters the nice shoe people that was just them yeah they got those nice that... shoes yeah, no, that looked like they just showed up in their normal stage get-up for yeah. the shoot, and there you go. Uh, the kid can talk. Um, evil Which, by the way, Evil Slash shows you, back up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> I kind of think that they were intending to be like he picked up language from being with Buddy. So, um, no way. But also, fuck you, movie. No way. <laughs> Like, I would rather listen to the main character from The Wizard only say California the entire movie than listen to this kid scream. Spoilers, I haven't seen The Wizard. You haven't seen The Wizard? Oh, and I know oh, what's going on my boy. next list. Holy Spoilers, crap, Josh. not seen The Wizard. <laughs> There's a lot of movies You ask out there. anybody that, move, that question. That movie is very much up Austin's alley, and I am very surprised he hasn't seen it. Yeah, never, never come across it. You've you've seen it, Justin, right? Yeah. Okay, okay. Uh, so the evil dudes are shooting arrows at him on top of all these sand dunes in Death Valley, and this part when they hit him with an arrow in the guitar, and fucking Death can tell what model of guitar it is from the arrow that strikes it sound. And apparently that this guy's the only one who has this guitar. That's some heavy metal magic. Well, yeah, you, you're not going to have a guitar from the 50s after an apocalypse in the 80s or 90s. Sure. Sure. Yeah. Um, he sends the kid down 
the biggest sand dune I've ever seen. Is this whenever he gets taken by the spinach monster? At the bottom of the hill, after this enormous ride on the guitar, tremors show up. And that's the spinach monster. Because the other guy has heavy metal magic. Uh Uh-huh. So he can, like, read your mind and make your deepest fucking fears come true, man. And this and and this guy can summon uh, tremors. He has rockabilly magic. The main guy, yeah, he, that's part of heavy metal magic. Cause hell, we find out exists at the bottom of a large air duct. Yeah, you were saying that the kid died. I don't. He's dead. In... He's fucking I don't dead. Think so. That's hell. But he still has the arrow in his back. He, he has the arrow in his back, and also after uh, main character kid punches his lights out and wins, he's like, you won, so you have been chosen to be sacrificed. What? I, that, they're not already in hell. the devil lies. Yeah, the devil does lie, Justin. Sure, you should sure. know this. They're in hell. Oh. As weird as this movie is, whatever. This whole movie's in hell. Haven't you <laughs> watched Twin Peaks, Justin? No. The atomic bomb tore a hole, and shit got weird. That's the whole point of it. <laughs> I just wrapped up Twin Peaks in one sentence. There we go. <laughs> there um, you go. Don't need to watch it. <laughs> the longer I watch this movie, the cooler it gets at this point. There are sewer mutants that may be demons. I write in my notes, wait, is this really hell? Um... <laughs> A robot shows up who's like the ro the con- the god of windmills or something. Yeah. Now, are these the windmill people? I'm guessing maybe they have to wear the suits when they go above ground because they're they live in hell. I don't know. Maybe they I can't. don't know what hell rules are. Well, I know one thing. If you were me, you'd be good looking. <laughs> That's mean. <laughs> <laughs> these one-liners are phenomenal. <laughs> Oh, I I can't believe this came out. You can't believe this got made? I can't believe it. No. Because yeah. after they leave here, they find a bicycle. And we've I, the progression of vehicles is hilarious. From, like, giant Studebaker, motorcycle, two-person bicycle. Yeah. They run into uh, way, the communist to, army. To Lost Vegas, by the way. They are now yeah. 18 miles away, and over the hill is a general in the communist army, <laughs> and the entire rest of them are also in hiding for one dude and a boy on a bike. Seems like a like a big field exercise kind of wasted day. Well, oh, but everybody knows that this guy, Buddy, is like a killer. He's known, like the guy in the bar that he fought with the guitar and the nine ring sword was like... Out of his way. Hey, you can kill 600 people while playing a sick tune, right? (laughs) Maybe don't fight that guy. (laughs) (sighs) I don't know. I don't don't know why they want to stop him from being the next king of Vegas. Because communists hate rock and roll. Everyone knows this. Yeah, and kings. Okay. Yeah. Speaking (laughs) of, there's some really good, like, proto-punk rock from Soviet Russia. And it's pretty metal, because yeah. I just watched a thing about it. They didn't have vinyl pressing, because it was outlawed by the state. So they would use old x-ray films. So you'd get, like, pirated Metallica or something on a chest x-ray. 
Pretty metal. It's pretty metal. Yeah, yeah. I've, I've, uh, I remember watching a documentary about that. Yeah, he's, uh, yeah. They'd press the whatever the material from the X-rays, and yeah, now they're very valuable collectors' items. Oh yeah, oh yeah. Um, he fights them all. All of them. Kills them all. This is whenever he almost. This is like the only time he gets hurt. Yes. Really. Up till now. In a fight. He's gotten hurt in like motorcycle crash, but. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, he he runs up this hill. Real impressive. I thought this was wire work watching it, but nope. It said no wires. Uh, runs up, cuts down five dudes at a time, kicks one dude, 12 fall down. Very. Um, <laughs> pulp noir very like oh. buck rogers in space kind of action in these parts oh yeah. there was one other thing i wanted to go back to since we were talking about the arena kid fights in hell um yes how could we skip over that so fast <laughs> um i really liked the scene where he's like trying to sneak in to rescue him yeah. and it shows the kid like oh i know what to do and he's like trying to do the tai chi he saw him doing and then he's like <laughs> What are you doing? Are you a windmill? Just hit him in the face. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god, his rock and roll dance Tai Chi. Yeah. <laughs> I may have a new religion, boys. <laughs> oh, spectacular. Yeah, he clocks this this dead kid. I'm just going to call him the You're It Kid. You're It. Uh, yeah. Knocks him out in one hit, looks at his fist, and just goes like, wow. I possible. Yeah, yeah. A little bit of bard magic there. Mm -hmm. And now it's time for the final showdown with death. Uh, yeah. Death really wants to get in a guitar battle with him, which we haven't really seen him play the guitar in a fight he's, like, no, like he's this been strumming it while they He's been strumming it a little bit. Car, but yeah. He's on the front of the car sometimes when they strum it. Very Mad Max-like, but way more chill. Mm -hmm. And by this point, you know, Death, he's switched from caring more about the guitar to more caring about the kid. Oh, yeah. In, in a way. In a way. In a way. <laughs> but even Death is like, I'm going to take what you care about, not your guitar, the kid. Mm, yeah. yeah. He says that. That's the line. And they, he starts charging up at this hill at him, but the power of rock and roll is keeping him safe. And Death is like, hey, no, Come on, goons, shoot three arrows at a time. One arrow yeah. at a time is bullshit. Yeah, so, uh, I was thinking, like, hey, maybe you'd actually hit him if you just shot one arrow instead of trying to do this fancy shit. <laughs> they can't. The power of rock and roll is just flinging the arrows off harmlessly. Three arrows is way more metal. <laughs> That's so silly. He hears the kid is behind him, and he's like, God damn it, I told you to fly away, little butterfly. Yeah. Come, my lady, come, come, my lady. You my butterfly. He has so many weird, like, catchphrases that I'm sure they thought would be really cool. Like, he says swell a lot, and he says the fly the butterfly line, like, two or three times to the kid. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. He does the snapping at really weird times. <laughs> it's it's like the start of a fight. Yeah. yeah. I think that he thinks it's that it's cool, but they intentionally made him like, like have really like catchphrases. Cool yeah. <laughs> he turns around. He's like, "God damn it! I told you to keep my guitar safe." 
you came back. I have to protect you now. As soon as his focus breaks and he's not playing his instrument anymore, I almost said loot because I play a lot of D and D. Um, he, he takes like twelve arrows in the fucking back. Yeah. Oof. He looks like a. And this fire. kid's talking to him like, "Hey, they got closer. Our trick worked, buddy. <laughs> buddy." <laughs> Oof. Uh. Oh yeah, so all the it is kind of a trick. All the death guys walk close, and here he is really injured at this point. We think he's dead, but he stands up looking like a pincushion and starts fighting them. Yeah. He almost defeats death in a sword fight. Yes, but um, he just got pincushioned. Yeah, he's at a disadvantage at this point. He did beat death at the guitar. That yeah, pissed very him. quickly. Yeah, death cheated. He he was like, now kill him. And his, like, little goons were like, I, I can't even do the fucking voice. can't but, yeah, cheat death, but jet, death can cheat you. Oh. But no, this last sequence here where he's going fighting with just pincushion of arrows sticking out of him really does remind me of the old samurai movies and stuff, old Kurosawa movies. And, uh, 100%. So you, were, you were the closest out of all of us. Because this is very lone wolf and cub. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. Absolutely. Um, it has so many similarities to those old Kurosawa movies. He's fighting now. You know it's it's like doomed for him, but maybe he can save the boy. The mm-hmm. boy spits on death, and that causes his hand to burn like the boy's full of holy water. Yeah, well, no, it's not even just the boy because it's any water. Unless he empties a canteen <laughs> full of his spit on him. <laughs> I don't know what the future's gonna be Maybe like. Maybe Buddy was but, having I mean, yeah, there's probably gotta water conserve like, water. Hey, kid, start spitting prob- in this canteen. I need something to drink. They do. I mean, uh, realistically, in this situation, I maybe that is a canteen do. full of his spit. I don't think you would waste spit in a canteen in any situation. But um, it's <laughs> it's not holy water, to the best of my knowledge. Any water. It's any water. This is Wizard of Oz, yeah. whole, Wicked Witch oh, of the yeah. West rules. He's melting. <laughs> so, yeah, he like feels and spins and smokes. It's hundred uh, percent Wicked Witch of the West. His face turns into a skull for a split second, which yeah. was like, ooh, special effects budget. There it is. <laughs> <laughs> and yeah, straight up water kills him. Like the Wicked Witch of the West. Uh, but... The knights are like, you killed death, me! And they hand him a card, the kid, and they're like, if you ever need a backup band, call us, kid. We have to go find a shrubbery! <laughs> oh. And uh, Buddy has been slain. The arrows did, probably did it, the adrenaline kept him going, but death ran him through with his saber. But, uh... There, there's a little, there's a little bit of hope. He wasn't the last guitar slinger. This kid picks up the mantle, and I called it. I was watching this, and I was like, "God damn it, is he gonna wear baggy suit rockabilly?" And he did. <laughs> he did. He put on the guy's dirty ass road clothes, full of crusted yeah. blood and dirt. And he probably shit After himself he when he died. Disappeared like a Jedi. <laughs> yeah, he dematerialized. <laughs> <laughs> the the force ghosts of Buddy Holly and Richie Valentine yeah. came down. <laughs> but Elvis was like young Elvis because they went uh-huh. back and revamped yeah, it. Yeah, 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 for sure. <laughs> you you did it, buddy. 
you took out the death. I don't know why I was here, and I, I can't explain none of this, but you did good, oh, buddy. Wop-a-ba-loo-ba-ba-wop-bang-boom. <laughs> I gotta go now. And, yeah, kid picks up his guitar and sword. He's he's picking up the mantle. Walks into, once again, like the Wizard of Oz, this emerald city of Las Vegas. Here's Las the, Vegas. Here's the other effects budget. Is this giant matte painting with a giant neon guitar that's moving. Pretty impressive. Mm-hmm. So it's a nice matte. Little Man was wrong. He was like, that was when a Little Man's line was... Uh... What, you think it's going to be different in Vegas? It's the same everywhere. It's definitely different in Vegas. Yeah. It's probably a capitalistic hellhole. Yeah. Like Night City in, like, cyberpunk lore. Mm-hmm. It's the last bastion of uh, free market. <laughs> in oh, the... you know, after a life Yay. in the wastelands, the capitalist hellhole might not seem as bad. If you can pay for After it. Been chased, yeah, well, yeah. I mean, wouldn't you have been chased by uh, cannibal cavemen and <laughs> been sent to literal hell by literal death, then, uh, You'll yeah. be grateful that the cops are just beating you. <laughs> You'll be grateful that the cops are just beating Why am I here defending capitalism? How did I wind up? <laughs> <laughs> this movie just was just capitalist horrible. propaganda. <laughs> God damn it. <laughs> Didn't think you'd take that turn tonight on a movie, a stupid movie podcast, did you? <laughs> <laughs> oh, that was one hell of a ride. Changed from minute to minute, and it got crazy, like dark fantasy. Yeah. Josh, what'd you think of it? And would you recommend it? Um, I don't think I recommend this movie. Okay. But. Even though it's free on YouTube. Even though it's free on YouTube. I'm, I'm a big fan of not, not wasting your time. <laughs> um, okay. This movie is the epitome of what I talk about when I say I want me to go balls to the wall and get into it immediately and never apologize for anything it does. <laughs> like, the movie starts out with, like, two cards of, by the way, we're three, it's post-apocalypse now, and then it immediately cuts to the whitest, nerdiest guy with a shitty katana and music instrument running through a corn of, like, murdering dudes. Yep. And then it just follows his journey of being a total badass for 90, <laughs> you know, badass in heavy air quotes. For... 90 minutes. Um, I think I have a new uh, middle of the road movie. Goodbye, Stargate. <laughs> Hello. Wow. Uh, is it above Stargate or right alongside it? It is It is the new middle. So wow. Stargate's below it. Oh, wow. I okay. almost, when I was thinking, because I almost wanted to say this is my second 10 out of 10 wouldn't recommend. Oh. But it's, yeah, I can see that. It's, it's like the reverse of Cuckoo's Nest, right? Cuckoo's Nest is, like, legitimately good, but also terrible, and no one should watch it. This one is kind of, like, it's legitimately terrible, and no one should watch it, but also it's the best movie ever. <laughs> I love Josh's list of 10 out of 10 would not recommend. Like, what it tries to do is amazing, right? Yeah, like, what if I just some nerd dude run across, you know, post-apocalyptic California, 
ever with a sword and be a cool guy. And let's just, you know, have every scene be, it's the X! Where X is insert new group weirdos that he will kill by the end of the scene. <laughs> you know, it's the win people, it's the weird family, it's the Russians, it's death. <laughs> right? Every scene is basically this over and over, and it doesn't really get that boring. Oh. It was kind of like a D&D game. It started off with a side quest of rescuing a family by the side of the road, and it ended with killing death. Right. It was kind of like a nice <laughs> little D&D adventure in 90 minutes. Yeah. yeah, that or an anime. Right. Like if you combined Inuyasha into a 90-minute anime. I kind of want to take this character, buddy, like work <laughs> him into some kind of role-playing character that just like does dumb shit, like snaps all, I mean, has really <laughs> lame one-liners. Oh my thinks god. Thinks he's the yes. coolest thing ever. Yeah, and he thinks he's the cool. No, he doesn't think he's the coolest thing ever. He knows he's the coolest the thing, thing ever. <laughs> <laughs> he says things like, you'd be you know, was as attractive as me, and, oh, yeah, you know, talks you about how, you know, get a, get a real instrument. <laughs> um, a guy literally runs across like a desert shot at him, go like I have no family. The instrument is all have for like five minutes scream, and then he just turns around and kills him. Like how did he kill him? He started to like turn the guy's sword around. Yeah, he yeah. killed him with his own sword. Yeah, because he planted his sword in the ground. He liked to do that move. Uh, the the fight in the first town, he like puts his sword down, just like bare hands this group of people because mm -hmm. it's cool, right? Like every this move he is. Because That's he cool. thinks it's cool, right? Yeah. <laughs> and it happens to work because I guess it's like 10 levels in Monk or something. Yeah, yeah and a charisma score of 9,000. Yeah, and he has a really high charisma score. <laughs> like, he looks pretty good in that suit, despite being covered in complete shit the entire movie. Josh, his charisma is so high that if he asks you a question, you know the answer. <laughs> like you know your charisma score is high when you say the lamest thing entire universe constantly and I'm just like yeah that's fine <laughs> like I have I, I didn't cringe I had no problem with it said I was like yes that's what this character would say yeah but also fuck that kid oh fuck that kid that kid almost yeah. ruins the movie for me almost yeah Pretty this bad. is his last movie alright did he have a first movie yeah Jeffrey Falcone yeah, yeah, good question, Josh. He started in 88. He acted so, for yeah. 10 years. Okay. So, yeah, he he uh, actually, yeah, Jeffrey, he was in a bunch of, like, Hong Kong action movies. As yeah, I see here he was in a movie called Bawang yeah. um, Nufu Zing as Caucasian Killer. Yeah, that's it. That's he played the white bad guy for. Oh, he's listed as Caucasian killer like three times. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He was the white bad guy. Uh, but oh, yeah, nice. and then he made this. But no, after this, uh, he basically disappeared from film, went completely off the radar. Um, where it is, he's been since uh, making this uh, since the year 2000. He's been in China studying Buddhism and martial arts oh, with the shit. Sichuan Wushu monks. I bet Whoa. he is so much more of a badass than he even was in this yeah. movie. God damn! <laughs> Dude, don't mess freaking, with him. He, he's been in a freaking monastery just doing kung fu all day for 20 
some years. Yeah. 22 he's years a... he's been living yeah. the, the Shaolin dream. That's amazing. Yeah. Holy crap. Don't. Yeah. I would have said before that, don't mess with this guy. Now, <laughs> really, don't mess with this guy. <laughs> Yeah. He's gonna be like Wesley Snipes, pretty if he soon, pretty soon if he comes back and tries to do movies. Yeah, he's gonna he's, come back yeah. and just be like, he's gonna be too fast <laughs> for the camera. Suddenly like, out of nowhere, yeah. Yeah, like Wesley Snipes when he films movies, the directors have to be like, can you slow it down? The, the film can't capture you. You're punching and kicking yeah. too fast. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Okay. Uh, Justin, would you recommend this movie? Uh, yeah, it was fun. Nice and succinct after Josh's, um, <laughs> like, uh, rant. <laughs> I was going to put it in the context of, like, uh, what what you give at the end of college, your, like, synopsis or your symposium, uh, his, uh, sorry. His uh, thesis? Well, I was thinking symposium, but thesis works, too. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah, it was good. <laughs> uh, no, I thought it was fun. Like you said, that the, the, the music was overall good, but it did not fit in some parts. <laughs> Um, yeah. uh, and there are parts of this movie where I was like, I'll admit it was, I, I caught myself drifting from being, from paying attention. Mm-hmm. Um, but overall it was very fun. Fight scenes were really good. The premise was fun. So many crazy one-liners and just like the set design was over the top and, and cool. Yeah. Um, very impressive for a student film. Oh yeah, filmed on the weekends when he was still going to school. Really impressive. Mm-hmm. For sure. This being what about my, you, Austin? This being my first time, yeah, uh, yeah, I would definitely recommend it. it. There were several points where it felt like a lesser movie that I was like, "Oh my god, what is this nonsensical garbage?" But <laughs> it pulled it all around together in a really fun package. It. It was unrelenting. It was a total white guy power trip fantasy movie. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Just, I yeah. Am, oh, oh my god, the suit was so baggy. We look where we've come with suits. Like, go and watch John Wick three. Yeah. That's the only good one. Uh, don't watch the Kingsman. Just look at the poster. Like, suits have gotten better. Yeah. Suits. Have By the way, better. the director. Mm-hmm. released a movie in 2021 called Vegas Needs a New King, The Making of Six Street Samurai. Wow. Uh, that might be worth watching. Yeah. Probably a bunch of behind-the-scenes footage and stuff. Seems like that he switched to being a documentary filmmaker like in the teens. Like, 2000, like he had one documentary in 2016, another in 19. Seems like I gave you a chance one. to speak, you didn't say shit, and then you keep interrupting people. <laughs> no, I'm just kidding. Um, I, I was saying, yes, I would recommend this, and like, you bringing that up makes me want to go watch that documentary, like, to see where this came from. Uh, Justin, you have some experience making student films. It's it's not easy. Very um, little. Does that does that sway your vote towards this? I mean, I already recommended it. I know. I am just saying. <laughs> does, does that like influence you, like seeing how hard it is being behind the camera and like doing yeah, shit like that? For yeah. sure. But I mean, I would say that that applies to like all film. Having tried making it at all, you realize exactly yeah. how many steps go into making a movie. Even low-budget movies, it's like, damn, that's a lot of effort. 
I was surprised oh. there was only one person that did ADR for this movie. That that was a big effort. Every line in this Brilliant. was filmed afterwards. Oof. And uh, Corey, how yes, many sir. times have you seen this? What's your history with this movie? Oh. And watching it again, would you recommend yeah. it? First of all, yeah, I definitely recommend it. Uh, that's why I recommended it to you. I, it's a fun movie. I've watched it a bunch of times. One of those movies I'll watch every year or two, just pull out when I want to watch a fun movie about Buddy Holly fighting <laughs> cannibal cavemen with the samurai sword. Uh, yeah, first time I watched it, it was probably like 2004 or something. I lived out in the country. And I had a Netflix subscription, and I was on kind of a, like, uh, kung fu and uh, samurai movies and stuff kick. And they had all sorts of weird movies in their catalog. Was this, this the back when Netflix? Netflix was, yeah, yeah when they'd send you the, yeah, send okay. you the okay. DVDs and the envelopes. And, uh, yeah. Uh, Sometimes a better selection than they've had yeah. online. Yeah, for sure. They had all sorts of, you'd find all sorts of weird, just stuff you'd never heard of there. Uh, weird underground stuff, old, uh, just found a lot of weird movies that way, including this one, which I fell in love with the first time I watched it. I was just, yeah, living out there in the country alone, lonely <laughs> with just a, a young 22-year-old with a bunch of pot and nothing to do watching movies this movie and, is uh, made for a bunch of this movie, oh <laughs> uh, yeah this was like this movie oh was God. made under the influence of a bunch of pot yeah i immediately oh. went out got a copy for myself and, oh yeah yeah it's been on my shelf ever since nice uh one thing i was gonna say i forgot um this movie this reminds me of like one of those movies that you would like stumble to blockbuster and rent for a dollar or mm-hmm. the Red Box when it first came out, or Netflix when they would deliver the discs. Yeah, I saw so many movies, but this one does stand out. Um, the the fact that it has a good soundtrack, really good martial arts and stunts, mm-hmm. it puts it above some of the other movies we've done. Like Oblivion was one I brought to the table. This reminds me of. Yeah. Have you ever seen that one? I don't think I've seen Oblivion. Oh. Josh, do you remember Oblivion? Yeah, it's like it's like barely above Sandlot. <laughs> it's about, the second uh, worst movie we've seen, probably. Okay, it's about a space cowboy who has uh, empathic powers, so he can't shoot people or he'll feel it. And uh, a lizard man and his bondage girlfriend. Oh, yeah, that dear. was a weird movie. It that has a sequel. Uh, I know. Speaking of which, this one was slated to have two more sequels via a whole trilogy wow. of this kid growing up in Vegas and like becoming. Not gonna lie, I wish it wish that it existed. Oh, Justin, yeah. you know what else this really reminded me of? What? It's a movie you showed me to uh, introduce me to. Um, a post-apocalyptic one where music is a huge factor. Oh, There's the FP. Different ruling gangs. Yes, the FP. It did. This, this is a way so, better. This is way better than the FP. So much better than the FP. <laughs> you keep putting the FP on your list, Justin, and then taking it off. It's scary. you know why I keep putting it on the list, Josh? <laughs> it's because it's a movie, a, a DVR, cyber, right? yeah, where they yeah. do have. 
It's gang warfare, but the way that they fight to determine who gets what territory is DDR battles to the death. Mm-hmm. It's an insane premise, but not as good as this movie. Not as good as this movie. Yeah, this one really, uh, really stood the test of time. It is so '90s too. Wow, it, it is. But thank you, Corey, for not only being our guest, but for bringing this movie to our attention and the attention of our guests. I hope they look at, seek it out and find it and watch it for themselves. It's free on yeah. YouTube right now. Check yeah. it out. Yeah, uh, glad you enjoyed it. Thanks for having me, guys. This has been a lot of fun. Do you have anything you want to plug or share, anything before you leave? Uh, no, no, not in particular. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I don't have any social, any, uh, any, uh, business that way to plug but uh yeah i I know you make cool uh crafts and stuffs you sent me a sling one time we did a an art exchange of sorts we yeah uh i haven't made any slings in a while uh i made a bunch of uh shaving brushes i need to list and sell but i don't have those for sale so uh yeah maybe one of these days i'll have a shop up and running and then i can plug it Oh, no problem. You can do hobbies and not make money off of it. <laughs> we don't live in the capitalistic hellscape of Night City, last Las Vegas. <laughs> no, no. Uh. <laughs> not at all. <laughs> not at all. Nothing like that at all. Oh, my Everything God. If, if Biden was a rockabilly roses. dude. <laughs> Maybe he was, you know, that corn pop thing. The corn pop sounds like a freaking rockabilly. We got pretty close with Bill Clinton pulling out, like, the saxophone. He was a jazz guy, for sure. Yeah, that was the last time we had a really musical President Obama. I don't think he played any instruments there, I remember. Well, not that I know of. You think Trump plays any instruments? (laughs) (laughs) What? We need an accordion guy. You know what? We should just elect Weird Al for president. I'd be okay with that. Sure. Oh, yeah. You see they're making a biopic about him? Yeah, with Daniel Radcliffe playing he, him. He's getting typecast. He's playing quirky little wizards. <laughs> <laughs> well, he's good at it. I guess. He is. And uh, I'm definitely going to watch that. Love Weird Al. Uh, yeah, Dan- sure. I almost said Elijah Wood, but Daniel Radcliffe is a great <laughs> actor. <laughs> I love that I love that Daniel yeah. Radcliffe made his money doing Harry Potter as a young kid and he now as an adult actor he's just like I'm only going to do the weirdest shit. Yeah. <laughs> like where I play like, where a movie where I'm a dead body the entire time. Yeah. How about that? Or one where I got guns taped to my hands. I can't take them off. Did you watch Guns Akimbo? <laughs> yeah. That was pretty good. I, it was. It it was a it's good fun. like fun daytime movie. <laughs> Yeah, not too, yeah, not too well, long, not too serious. Well, I got demon horns that gives me psychic powers. Oh, I didn't like that one oh, as much. That one was I bad. That one. I didn't see that one. That one looked a little bad. It. I watched it because I found out it was written by Stephen King's son, Joe Hill. Yeah. But uh, I never got the chance to read it, so maybe I'll, I'll give that a shot. All right. Until maybe next time. Book. Oh, sorry. Go ahead. Oh, I said maybe the book's better, as I interrupted you. Sorry. No, the book is usually usually better. Usually better. I I just got finished reading Starship Troopers, so I wanted to go back and watch the movie. Very 90s as well. <laughs> <laughs>
that's a that is one notorious uh disparate uh movie and book oh situation yeah. there oh oh love love listen i listened to the audiobook it's robert heinlein the same guy who did like stranger in a strange land kind of thing and uh you can just see how much it influenced the space marine idea for decades mm-hmm. to come because it was written in like 56 and you had mm-hmm. you had aliens come out and they totally use everything from it going on mm-hmm. bug hunts and all that all the way through to like warhammer 50 40k kind of stuff but yeah the movie very 90s and i gotta say way sexier than the book mm-hmm. didn't have co-ed showers in the book <laughs> no well the thing is paul verhoven didn't even read the book he like according to legend anyway he got about like a quarter of the way through it said ah it's just a bunch of fascist trash you know what <laughs> i'm gonna make a freaking most ridiculous fascist uh caricature movie i can uh, out of this and you can tell watching yeah. that it you are like this has this has uh so much analog to robocop in it Oh yeah, another Verhoeven film that we've covered in the past, like the different TV segments and like cutting in time, like the the comedy interspersed with the outrageous hyper gore. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah, <laughs> it's a good time. <laughs> it is. Uh, if you want to listen to any of our episodes we've mentioned tonight, any of the movies we've talked about, you can find us on podcast.com or the iTunes podcast app, Apple podcast app. Uh, you can find us under Have You Seen Balls, where we talk about TV and anthology shows, sci-fi, horror, comedy, all that. And what about wrestling, where Justin and our friend Nick talk about wrestling, usually pay-per-view events, stuff like that. Um... The Hardy Boys are back. Sorry. The Hardy Boys? Yeah, they're the tag team again. Ooh, we got some Jeff and Matt news. Hardy. <laughs> How long were they separated for? Uh, they've been wrestling, but one was in WWE and the other was AEW. Yeah. They haven't wrestled together for, I don't know, like 10 years. Oh, that is exciting. You can find out Good all about them. that over on that, that podcast. Um we are on YouTube under FapCheck, Facebook under FapCheck, and FapCheck at gmail.com. If you want to connect to us, any comments, concerns, questions, recommendations, hate mail. We'll take it all. Till next time, I'm Austin. I'm Josh. I'm Justin. I'm Guest. <laughs> Thanks, Cousin Corey, for guesting. Yeah. <laughs> Thanks for having me. We'll have you on any time, as long as you promise to bring something as weird as this. All right, I'll see what I can do.